It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic show. I'll be introducing my guest shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be terrific. I do want to take a minute or two to share some things I've been thinking about and learning lately, and I'll do this every single week. This week, I was really excited to receive physical copies of my book that I did last year called Success Profiles, Mental Toughness, and Sales. It had been available only on Kindle, but if you've ever written a book, you can relate to how awesome it feels to hold your book in your hands for the first time. It's really pretty magical. This is my second book, and it felt just as good as it did the first time around. If you have never written a book before, I firmly believe everyone does have a book inside them. If this is something you'd like to explore, I'd be glad to hop on a call with you and talk to you about having a nonfiction book can establish you as an authority in your business. People will view you a little bit differently when they find out you are a published author. You can email me at brian at briankwright.com or you can reach out to me on Facebook on the Success Profiles radio page. If nothing else, you might learn something new. I would be really honored to take that journey with you. And with all this in mind, I do want to introduce my guest. My guest this week is Luke Havard. Let me tell you a little bit about him. He's been on the show before, and I'm so happy to have him back. Luke Havard is a trusted advisor to small and medium-sized businesses specializing in finding, facilitating, and executing high-level joint venture partnerships. His experience includes advising local and central British government, C-level leaders at five, Fortune 500, and FTSE 100 companies and founders of high-growth SMEs. In 2010, Luke started his own online business, going from unknown to reaching 700,000 users per month in less than 18 months without any paid advertising. He's been featured in CEO.com, BBC H&W, Premier Radio, Success Radio, and Entrepreneur on Fire, to name but a few. In 2014, Luke had the honor and privilege of speaking at Google Campus in London. And when Luke is not facilitating exciting joint venture deals, he also advises a number of high-growth tech startups and sits on the board of Harvard Illuminus and supports the human rights charity Safe From Slavery. We will discuss all of this and so much more on today's show. With all that in mind, here is my very special guest, Luke Havard. Luke, welcome back. How are you today? Hey, Brian. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm doing great, actually. Um, Although the weather is uh, very rainy here in the UK, that's not surprising. Um, I'm feeling pretty sunny. Oh, wonderful. That's fantastic. So when you were on the show before, the first thing I asked you was to tell us a little bit about your background and your backstory. And I'd like to ask that again because we may have people listening now who maybe did not hear our first interview together. It's been a couple of years. So tell us about uh, your background, your backstory, what you learned, the obstacles you overcame. It's been really quite a journey for you, I know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I definitely didn't start out where I am today, um, as as nobody does. I, I think um, you know we're all on a journey. But my journey is somewhat unconventional compared to uh, many other people's journeys. I know. 
So basically, 10 years ago, I was a high school dropout, an alcoholic, a drug addict, and just um, just a bit of a waster in life. And uh, it got to the point where I had to get away from my circumstances. So in my infinite wisdom, the, the most... Uh, the most I had to go with was if I run away further enough, maybe my problems can't come with me. Um, and I can say now how wrong I was with that assumption. So I, I went as far as I could away from the UK, which was Australia in my mind. So I went to Australia. Um, we were living there. And, um, you know, for the first, I'd say, uh, six weeks, I kind of I had it under control. I seemed to be able to kind of reinvent myself and nobody really understood who I was. So you can become what you want people to uh, see you as. However, you know, the things I was dealing with and struggling with in the UK came with me, my insecurities, my belief systems, my worries, my fears, all that sort of stuff. And so, um, yeah, to cut a, a long story short, I found myself, you know, six weeks into this new adventure, this new life living in a red light district in Sydney and uh, my life was a complete mess. I was back on the drugs and I was in lots of trouble and um, my life was uh, just chaos. Um, I had a transformational experience one day when I contemplated taking my own life and um, what happened was I had an encounter with God, as you do, um, stood there in the red light district in Sydney, Australia, in King's Cross, and um, that day I decided, you know what, I don't want to live this life. And I felt like I'd given, uh, been given a second chance. And so I decided to, you know, seek help. And I went and I found myself mentors and people that could guide me and help me. And I committed my life as a Christian. And, you know, it wasn't easy after that point. I still had to kind of deal with the underlying belief systems I had. But I, I worked my way through that. And and what happened was one of the key, the elements that really helped me was seeking out mentors and, and uh, you know, a different peer group and network that could help elevate my thinking and my skill set. So um, to cut that sh uh, story even shorter, basically, I got into coaching and mentoring myself, haven't had it and haven't seen the, the amazing impact it had on my life. And so I went on a journey of helping other people who are struggling with addictions and various other issues. Um, and that went from doing that with addicts and people who were struggling with alcoholism to working with, um, you know, regular people who just wanted to be better in life, wanted to, you know, increase their income or wanted to um, find a new career or build their business. And it's gone from that to, as you mentioned in my bio, advising, you know, FTSE 100 companies and, and Fortune 500 company leaders, CEOs and, and um, C-level executives and helping them to increase their performance. And, and from that, I've gone on to advising small businesses. And as we say in the UK, SMEs, which is small to medium-sized enterprises or small to medium-sized businesses in the, in the US, and helping them to grow and to help them to grow exponentially by using collaborative experiences like joint ventures or strategic alliances. So that's where I find myself today 10 uh, years later, Brian. Wow. That is such an incredible story. And one thing that, that you said a little bit ago about overcoming addictions, um, I would imagine that learning to love yourself is really a key part of that process. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know what? And without getting too, um, you know, kind of personal development-esque and, you know, a bit woo-woo, uh, it, it really is, you know. It's funny because if we don't care about ourselves, then why would we care what we do to ourselves, you know? Why would we care about, um, you know, drinking ourselves to death or, or taking drugs and, and, and just ruining our lives? And, and I was and I found that 
even people who are highly successful on the service, like they, let's say they've got a um, you know high growth company, they're making millions. Let's say they're worth fifty million, but they're snorting cocaine up their nose. You know they're trying to self destruct in some respect. If they can't stop and they can't look at all the blessing and opportunity they've got, there's something not right with their psychology there, and they, yeah. they you know they're not satisfied with what they've got and what they're able to achieve. So they're trying to you know either. Um, achieve a higher kind of um, ex- experience or they're trying to self-destruct and they don't necessarily understand what they're doing, but that's what they're doing. Yeah. And I know that you are pretty active on YouTube. You've done quite a few videos and probably my favorite video that you've ever done was about self-esteem. It's about four or five minutes long. Uh, tell us where your YouTube channel is because I really want to encourage my, my audience to check out your YouTube channel and, and watch that one in particular because it's so amazing. Um, I, I haven't checked it for, but I believe it's LukeHavard.tv. I haven't changed it, so I'm, I'm assuming it's the same. But if you just Google or type in Luke Havard and, and YouTube, it will come up straight away. Fantastic. So let's talk about self-esteem. And we just, you know, just touched on that a little bit. But just the whole idea of thinking well of yourself and treating yourself right is such a key critical point. People spend sometimes people some people spend their entire lives trying to change what they look like. And if it's done for the right reasons, it's great. But why do people do that? Why do people have such a difficult time accepting who they are? Yeah, I mean, that's a really big uh, question, Brian. Uh, it's, a big, it's a big subject for us to kind of try and tackle in this time. But right. I'm going to try and give you um, my brief synopsis. I think it comes down to, you know, do we, yeah, do we really, um, do we really, ha- are we really okay with ourselves, you know? Or are yeah. we, and, and what's the benchmark? What are we looking to compare ourselves to? You know, because, uh, you know, like it or not, we're all doing that. You know, um, there might be one person who's got a successful business or company and they're, they're looking at someone like Mark Zuckerberg and saying, well, I've, I'm just not making it. You know, and that, that's the wrong way to kind of look at things. You, you can't make those kinds of comparisons. And the same way if, if someone's, um, you know, has like body hangups and they're worried about the way they look and they're looking at, you know, um, someone who's a professional supermodel or a professional athlete and they're saying, well, why can't I look like that? Well, they're getting paid to work out all day and eat the best, you know, high quality food. And right. so it's, 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 I guess it's the wrong way to look at things. I think what we have to come down to is saying, you know what, if I give my best uh, of myself and I, and I treat myself well, you know, I eat healthily, I drink, you know, the right waters and things like that. And I, I get enough sleep and, you know, I just spend my time with the right people who speak um, well of me and encourage me and support me. Then, you know what? I think that it, that all contributes to having high self-esteem. Yeah, absolutely. I just love that. We've got maybe a minute and a half to our, our first break. Is there anything else that you'd like to add about this subject or your background that can kind of put a bow on it and we'll move forward after that? Um, yeah, I think the, the coaching element is key. If, um, if people are, are struggling or, you know, they're, they're stuck in a rut and they, they always go through certain thinking, sometimes you need to have a breakthrough, you know, just saying, well, just do this and do that isn't enough for some people and they need to seek intervention. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I love that. And, and, uh, I know there are a lot of people out there that do struggle uh, if if someone does uh, have an addiction, what, what would be the first thing that you would suggest? Uh, where where can they where can they f- typically find help? We've got less than a minute. Uh, you know what? I think they have to go. Uh, you know, and obviously research their local area. But I, I think don't 
you know, don't think of in terms of perfection. Just think of well, what's the fastest way I can get some help. And, you know, Absolutely. I think also get away from the environment you're in. You know, you can't try and um, overcome, a di- overcome an addiction when you're stuck in a crack house. You know? Exactly. It's <laughs> not going to work. So. Absolutely. Great. Well, we are coming up against our first break. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Luke Havard, and we're going to talk about connecting with people and uh, finding people who can help us grow in our business and maybe the mistakes that people sometimes do make when they try and reach out to other people. We will come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Please stay with us. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Did you know you can quickly grow your business online and offline for free? SmartGuy.com is one of the fastest growing business networks in the world. Managing over 600 city business networks from Los Angeles, California to the country of Bahrain. In just a minute or two, you can add your business and be quickly listed in their global business directory, local business networks, and get a free web page that can actually rank on top of major search engines in as little as one to two weeks. No kidding. Simply go to www.smartguy.com. Fill out your company information and you're set. So add your business for free and find out why everyone loves a smart guy. Smartguy.com. This is the Tokinet Radio Network. Radio with a cutting edge. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest today is Luke Havard. And one of the things that he talks about and teaches to people now is how to connect with anyone and build relationships. So, Luke, let's talk about how you do that. How important is this? And what specifically do you do uh, when you teach people how to make these connections? Okay. Well, um, you know, first I'll just put the precursor here. It's I think it's it's massive. Like I said. Um, you know, and you mentioned it in my bio, you know, it, I, I kind of bring it back to, you know, everything I've accomplished comes down to who I know, you know, the quality of my relationships, 
when I had very little and I had very little success, it came down to low quality relationships. Um, but now, obviously, uh, I, the, my relationships are much hot, more high level and, um, you know, we, we help one another and we, you know, complement one another. I mean, ultimately, what you people need to understand first and foremost is, look, why are they even trying to connect with someone? You know, what's the purpose? I get it all day long. I, had, I went through today and part of my day today, I, I probably should get a, a PA for this personal sort of secretary to do this for me. But I kind of like to do this sort of stuff because I'm a people person. But the big issue today was I had like over 500 requests on LinkedIn. So I was going through them and sifting through all the people. And when everyone says, hey, join my network, join my network. Well, I don't, there's no, nothing to distinguish that person from the next. So why should I care? Why should I want to connect with you? And so I think first and foremost, when the things that jump out is when someone has like a unique reason for connecting with me, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, that really captures my attention. I'm like, okay, that's good. So first and foremost, people need to kind of have a reason. Like why? What's the purpose in connecting with someone? Um, And I think it comes down to also, obviously, this is the big challenge too. It's not just about what can they do for me? And, and believe me, Brian, I've made this mistake as much as anyone else in the past. And I'm getting better and better every day, obviously. But it, it really comes down to, okay, so I've got my reason why I want to connect to you. And how does that relate to the person that you're connecting to? How does that benefit them? Why should they care? So if you can make it about them and why they should care, then that's the first point of call. Like how can you really engage them so that they would want, they would be intrigued and interested in connecting with you? I mean, I, I connect with people... Um, through Facebook, through Twitter, through LinkedIn, and there's different strategies that you need to use with those different modalities. You know, you can't necessarily use the same one as you might use for Twitter for LinkedIn, for example. You know, there's different etiquette you might need to use. But ultimately, I, I find it comes down to three things, especially when I'm, you know, when I'm talking primarily here to, to business owners or, or to entrepreneurs, you've got to think first about positioning. You know, so... Who are you and what is it? What's your unique kind of value proposition about yourself and obviously that you offer to the market? So how do you position yourself? What's your story? You know, what makes you stand out? And everyone talks about this, but seriously, people just don't do it. You know, I've got clients I'm working with and I'm saying, listen, if you can't really engage with someone and explain it to them in a one-on-one interaction in the first seven seconds, people are gone, you know? And by the way, they're saying that's like the kind of window. I think it's nine seconds, um, nine, seven to nine seconds. And that's the same attention span as a goldfish because people's attention, uh, it just, it's not what it used to be because people are used to you know, Twitter and Facebook and all these updates and things happen at light speed. You can access anything as fast as you want. And people aren't interested anymore in something that you know, takes too long. I mean, by the way, Brian, maybe you can relate to this. Maybe a lot of people listening can relate to this. If you're ever on Facebook or on or on the internet in general, do you ever open up other windows whilst you're waiting for something else to open? Sure. Yeah, and that's because we we can't even wait like three seconds for a website to to load. You know. Right. So I think that's the first thing: positioning. How do you get someone's attention? What is it about you that stands out? What makes you interesting, intriguing? What is what you say clear and concise? Can people understand what it is and see the value in the first seven seconds? So that's positioning. Second is. You know, how do you connect with that person? You know, you've got to be able to connect with them. Uh, and then once you connect and build a relationship, you, you know, you're looking for those people that you want to connect to that you can create a partnership with. Uh, and for me, the partnership is, it, it, it's a couple of things, you know. It could be, is, is it, you know, a peer, someone that, you know, you can help them, they can help you. Is there equal measures of value? 
Is it someone that can become a mentor for you uh, or an advisor, someone who's, you know, has years and, of experience and a real wealth of knowledge and value that they can offer you that can, you know, really help to um, accelerate your success or your growth in, in your business or career? Um, or is it someone that you want to use as a strategic alliance or joint venture partner that can help promote your content or your business services or products um, to a wider audience that you currently don't have access to? I mean, that's how I reached 700,000 people. I created a partnership, an alliance with somebody who's a great friend of mine now, a dear friend, and they had access to like 500,000 people at the time. And, and then by the time, at the peak, it was over 700,000 and I was able for free to promote my brand and content and story to all of those followers. And I mean, I was getting like four or 5,000 shares a day on Facebook because of that. And I was paying nothing. And, um, you know, I was getting inundated to the point where I could have uh, an application process on my website so that I could vet who I wanted to work with. And I didn't pay a cent in, you know, um, advertising fees because of that. So, you know, it's, it's really, really important. But then the third thing for me in terms of connecting with people is what promotions can you do? We've got to have some intelligence. We've got to get strategic about what it is we're going to promote and how we're going to promote it. You know, you can't, you know, in, in advertising in general, in marketing, you don't, you don't just go, here's my stuff, come and buy it. Right. <laughs> you know, there's got to be some, some reason that people are going to, you know, um, want to opt into that um, that website or want to go, are they going to want to watch that video? One of my most viewed videos on uh, YouTube, by the way, is 20 minutes. And I think, I, I don't know exactly. It's, it's over 40,000 views. Um, and I've, I rarely do anything with that. I rarely post it or promote it, but it's because of the way that I've um, positioned it and the way it promotes um, the, the content that I'm um, putting out there, you know? So, um, you know, when you use those three elements and you do it with real intelligence and you've got a clear and concise um, blueprint of what you want to achieve with it so you've got the the what and then at the end you've got the the why what is it you want to uh, accomplish what's the outcome what's the big goal then you can just replicate this time and time again and, and that's exactly what I do I'm like okay you've got a person over here who's got a great message they've got a great product or service but they have no access to the people they want to um, you know connect with well there's uh, a content provider over there and they've got the exact audience that person needs Let's help them to connect with them from cold. They've never met them before. And in, say, three months, let's help to create a joint venture that could, you know, potentially create a five or six or even seven figure payday, you know, yeah. uh, not necessarily all at once, but, you know, uh, uh, through the life cycle of that relationship, for example. But, yeah. you know, in doing that, that's a win win because, you know, both persons, both parties should, you know, benefit from that um, relationship. And that's what I'm passionate about doing because I think. Uh, you know, in the same way that you and I know each other, it's through relationship, it's through collaboration, it's through, you know, me doing an interview with you here now, providing you value and you providing me access to an audience. So that's exactly right. what we're talking about. Exactly. And I, I love this. I mean, I've had a couple of shows where we explore this topic uh, very much in depth. But one thing I've noticed for myself having a show and getting to meet all the amazing people that I get to interview, I am now in a position where if I hear somebody needing something, I can say, well, you know, I interviewed someone who talked about that exact same subject. Let me connect the two of you. And they're grateful. Both parties are usually very happy about that because now I've connected people in need. And I'm sure that you have that opportunity now, uh, perhaps daily to, to connect parties that you, maybe it's not 
not uh, a project that you are personally working on, but you you know someone's working on this project, and you know someone else is working on this and needs this, and you put them together, and it it elevates your authority status, does not? Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's a difficult one because you know we're all conditioned to think about what I want, <laughs> right? You know, that's how we're wired. You know, let's just be honest. I've, my daughter is just downstairs. I just heard her come in the house, come home from school, and she, no no. Uh, doubt she'll probably be asking for an ice cream or something she wants it's all about what she wants and right. so you know i've had to like most people in this situation who become great connectors you have to recondition your thinking and go you know what yes I, I do have lots of things i want to achieve but you know what in this situation i'm just gonna say hey um you know you didn't ask me to do this but i've just connected you with five different people and i have more like hundreds of examples of that how i've connected uh, you know a friend or someone i've only just met with five influencers in a specific area or different areas that can really add value to them. Um, and, um, you know, some cases, those people, here's the thing, they don't reciprocate at all. You know, they mm-hmm. go, thanks. And you never hear from them again. And they, you find out they went and did this and this and this because of what you did. Other times they come back and they're like, you know what, I'm going to do whatever I can to help you. Not because you did it for me first, just because I like you and I feel that you're a great person. Right. And I have right. so, so many examples of how that's happened. And, you know, from speaking at Google Canvas, that's exactly how that happened through a connection I've gotten through meeting, um, you know, uh, billionaire investors because someone said, hey, this guy is really interesting. You know what? You're, he might not be able to add value to you in some way, but I think you'd be, you know, you'd find it interesting talking to him. And, and um, you know, things come from having conversations, you know? Yeah, um, Exactly. And I love the thing that you, you mentioned just a little bit ago. Sometimes people do you know, take what you've given them and you don't hear from them again. And the whole idea of being a giver instead of a taker, people recognize that. And when I'm working with someone who's exclusively taking, it makes me think twice about wanting to help them again because you know, I, reciprocation is the key. And that's the economy that we live in. Social, social currency is so, so important. Isn't that right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, that's, like I said, my first, uh, the thing that kind of helped me break through in terms of reaching, you know, a global audience literally was um, me saying, hey, I've got tons of videos. I think they're great value. You can promote them for free. And I just, you know, it was almost like full stop. And I waited and I didn't say, can you, can you put them on your website? And can you do this? And can you link it to my website and all this kind of stuff? We didn't do that. But what actually happened is this person ended up making me an admin of their site, um, which had the access. So I could pretty much promote, well, up to two times a day at least, yeah. you know, awesome content, which was reaching hundreds of thousands of people. Um, but it, it, I didn't, you know, I wanted to say, hey, come on, let me go on your website. I'm giving you value. And I wanted to kind of, um, you know, uh, stake my claim and say, this is what I want out of it. But I didn't. I just said, hey, if it adds value to your community and it gives you, you know, greater kudos, then, you know, be blessed with it. And and as a result of that, it opened up, you know, so many doors. That is fantastic. We are coming up against our next break and we're talking to Luke Havard and he is in the UK and we talked about how to connect with people and knowing your reason why you're connecting with someone. Sometimes people connect just because they want to say, hey, I'm networking, I'm connecting. Well, no, you got to have a reason why. So we will discuss a different topic after the break. We will talk about how Luke is involved in buying and selling businesses. This is fantastic. And uh, we'll come right back after the break. Stay with us.
The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Energy Saving Solutions' innovative double green plan enables you to switch to energy-efficient LEDs and other modern lighting with no upfront cost. Modern LEDs are far more efficient than other types of lighting, but for many businesses, schools, and nonprofit organizations, the reason for sticking with the old inefficient lighting is the cost of replacing them. While an old-fashioned incandescent bulb may cost a dollar, LED costs $30 or more, and that's why Energy Saving Solutions has designed our Double Green plan. Double Green allows you to convert to LEDs with no out-of-pocket cost. We'll pay for your new lights, and you'll pay us back with a percentage of your savings. From the very first day that your new LEDs are lighting your life, you'll realize a positive cash flow, and you'll be doing something positive for our environment. For a free cost and energy savings analysis, call Joshua May at 888-620-8133, extension 7082, or visit us online at www.energysavingindustry.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to EscapeArtist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.EscapeFromAmerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Luke Havard. And we talked about connecting and reaching out and establishing relationships. Uh, but what can you do with those relationships once you have them? A lot of people who have interest in business may start their own business, but some will choose to buy an existing business or even better yet, invest in businesses. We've all seen shows like The Profit where Marcus Limonis invests in businesses that are struggling. He puts his resource and his time and his sweat equity in it to build them up. Luke is involved in a company that does buy and sell and invest in businesses. And so if starting from scratch is not your thing, this might be something to explore. So Luke, let's talk about how you go about uh, doing your due diligence, figuring out what businesses to buy, sell, or invest in. Uh, How does that process work for you? Well, first, I want to kind of just clear up something there because we we, – Although we can buy businesses and, and sell them ourselves, what we also can do and what we like to do with this model is we like to partner with small to medium-sized companies. Um, we can either you know, become stakeholders and help them to uh, scale the company and increase their liquidity through taking them to a public offering, which is an IPO, um, or we can then you know, just basically build the connection for them to raise capital or you know, have an exit strategy. So, and to answer your question, how would we kind of do our uh, DD on them? Well, basically, it, it comes down to getting to know people. Because you might have seen this, um, I've seen it for sure, and I'm sure people have seen it who are listening, is that you can be on Twitter or 
LinkedIn and you can see these amazing descriptions, but that's not exactly what is behind the surface. You know, it, you know, it's not this huge company. It's just one guy <clears throat> on a push bike. Um, you know, it's not a big corporate and, and they've built it up and, you know, described it in a certain way, but it's not what everything appears. So you do have to kind of find out, okay, what, what's really going on under the hood? Is it really what they say it is? Is it really profitable? And I think once you start asking certain questions, you straight away, people can't fake that, you know? You know, once you start asking for accounts and you start to say, okay, what's your numbers? How many, you know, visitors do you have to your website? How much, what's your revenues? What's your turnover? What's your, what's your profit? What's your EBITDA? You know, people can't fake that. Right. Um, and they, well, they, maybe they could, but it's going to, eventually you're going to find them out. And I think once you start asking the right questions, you flush out all the, um, time wasters and, and pretenders really. Yeah. Yeah. That, that is so important. I mean, you got to know that you're working with someone who's absolutely serious and not just kicking the tires and wasting your time. Is it possible to buy or invest in a business with no money down? If you have a lot of sweat equity, how, how do you get in? Yeah, for sure. It, it, again, it comes down to understanding what people's motives are. Um, I mean, I'm not, don't get me wrong, I'm not the biggest expert in this particular field. I have some experience, and I, but I also have partners who are way more experienced, who've done, you know, like 40 different transactions in terms of buying businesses, no money down. Um, so to answer your question, like, you know, I'm in the process right now. I've got people who are asking me as startups, hey, I haven't got money to pay you for coaching. Um, and, you know, I'm not no one in their right mind unless it's, you know, something like the next Twitter or the next Uber and has some traction. No one's going to put any money down just yet. Right. Um, so if it's a real fresh startup, then I can say, hey, look, yeah, I, I do actually see some traction. I think I can I can p- potentially see that it can grow. I'm not going to put any money in, but I will give you my time. And my time is really valuable. However, you know, if it's a couple of hours a month and this thing bombs and it doesn't work, then you know what, okay, you take you put that down to experience. However, if it does work and I've got some nice equity in that company and it does become the next big thing, that's awesome. <laughs> so I, I yes. will, you know, I'll do that and I'll, you know, and for me the value I bring is is being able to kind of see it from outside of their perspective, being able to introduce them to the right people, to introduce um capital or or different uh strategy to grow the business. And, my, and, you know, just open up my, my network, basically, for those people. Um, but then in the other um, instance, when, when you mentioned about buying businesses, well, yeah, you can, you can do that too. Obviously, if, if it's not something we're interested in particularly, but we do, everything stacks up, the numbers stack up, and it's, it's you know, something that's interesting for people, we'll, you know, get on the phone with one of our contacts, and, you know, there's a potential there they might buy it. Yeah. Uh, and we don't take any money off those uh, individuals. We have a, a deal that we all we get compensated by the the buyer. So it's a it's a really big, good win win for everyone involved. Uh, and that's something we're really interested in. You know, we don't want to mess people around. We don't want to be sharks. You know, right? We're not we're not Shark Tank. <laughs> no, we we care about people. You know, and and I I genuinely do. I want to. I want what's in their best interest because I personally I am a I can't um I can't sleep at night trying to um, screw other people over. That's not how no. I work. You know, no. people have really helped me when I needed help. And so I'm, I'm in the same way. I really want to add value to people and, and look out for people's best interests. If I think I can add value, then I will, I'll say, absolutely, I'm, I'm all in. I'm going to help you do this. But if I can't, I'll say, look, I can't. Maybe this person over here can. Let me refer you on to them. Yeah. You mentioned exit strategies. 
mm-hmm. earlier, and it's so important. It's it's almost like buying a house or investing in real estate. I mean, you 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 want to know where you start, but you really want to have the end in mind and know at what point it's okay to get out. Doing what you're doing is similar in that way. So do you have an exit strategy in mind when you invest in a business or how do you go about determining what your end game is going to be? Well, yeah, I mean, obviously we, you know, it's anything I invest my time in, I want to have um, profitability from it, obviously. Um, But yeah, I I think at the end of the day, it comes down to understanding also what the the business owner and the founder wants as well. You know, what's their kind of... um, uh, perspective, you know, because there are those people who are literally they just want to be then, you know, they just want to set something up and exit it as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, and I want to find people that are in it for the, you know, the long haul. They're not going to just quit when things get tough and try and sell out. Uh, and likewise, we're not interested in that. I, you know, I think at the end of the day, um, no one gets rich from running businesses. They get rich from when they sell businesses. You know? That's true. Uh, so you, you know, you've got to, you've got to have like a, an end in mind, but at the same time. You know, I think you've also got to build something real. Um, so for me, you know, I, I don't necessarily have like a, a, a you know, it's going to uh, put it this way. If you're a, if you're a VC investor, uh, private equity, it's going to be 5, 10, 15 years. Who knows? Um, it may never have like an IPO. It may never go public. It depends on, on, you know, how well that company does and the industry and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, for me, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to be at least looking at the five year kind of mark, really. Um, although, you know, again, if it, if something happens in the short term and, you know, I, I want to get out or they want to sell, then, you know, we, we can look at it then. But I think really for me, the way I like to work, everyone's an individual. So I'm not trying to have one specific strategy for every single person. Absolutely. I love this topic. Uh, you, you talked about JVs earlier and that's, that was one of the things that I absolutely wanted to explore more with you. So let's do that right now. You talked about building your business through joint venture marketing without really spending any of your own money, which is really such a fantastic way of scaling your business quickly. How do you figure out who you want to JV with? How do you set up those opportunities and how do you know if someone's a good candidate to work with? Um, again, that comes down to those three points I, I mentioned, you know, positioning, partnership and promotion. If, yes. you un- if you know those answers already, then it's quite easy to know who you should be partnering with. Um, if I'm selling, um, uh, you know, like business training, I'm probably not going to partner with, um, you know, like a, a health food expert because there's not really that, you know, you could do that, but <laughs> it's just not really um, congruent. You know, it doesn't add up the same. However, I have somebody that I, I've been involved with and they are in the health food space and, you know, training people on health and, and you know, um, eating healthy and living healthily. So I would then partner them up with someone who is in that same space because that makes sense. You know, there's a, a clear line, you know, where you can say, well, that, that leads to that. And, you know, their, their audiences are going to be similar. It comes down to really do they have the audience that I want to yeah. work with? You know, I mean there's there's an amazing um uh you know like if you're if for example if you had uh, a luxury car brand okay let's say you're selling bmws or mercedes or audis uh, for example um or rolls royce and then if you had um let's say for example a spa 
with beauty products and, and things like that, which was a luxury kind of high-end spa, then you might want to do a joint venture with them and say, hey, look, for um, why don't you buy a bunch of um, vouchers at like 50% off our usual price, and for every car that you sell, why don't you give them a, a complimentary voucher to our spa? You know, as a way of saying, hey, thanks, you know, uh, and, and obviously, you know, it's a win-win because they'll feel like, wow, I didn't expect this. I was just coming for the car, but I got this as well. And then obviously, you know, they'll probably refer their friends and refer, you know, colleagues because they had such a great experience and the service. Uh, and obviously, as the spa owner, yes, you're having to take half, you know, half the price or half the fee you usually would. But ultimately, you know, you you probably could get a customer for life if they, if you do a good job and, and if it meets their um, expectations. So, you know, it's really finding synergy, you know, yeah. it, it, although that you can have sp- very specific partnerships and joint ventures that are in the exact same space, really, it just comes down to is there alignment? You know, does it make sense? If it's completely random, then it's probably not going to work. Yeah, exactly. And I, I love what you just mentioned with the BMW and the spa because both are luxury high end items. And it is important if you are going to JV with someone that you are uh, JVing with someone who may not be in exactly your industry, but one that would complement it. One yeah. of my uh, favorite examples would be, for example, a restaurant and a hair salon. Because if you think about it, people are in hair salons, you're getting your hair done, and a lot of talking happens. And, you know, where did you eat? What's your favorite restaurant? That's a great topic that comes up. So someone who goes to a hair salon can get a complimentary meal or a discount at a restaurant, and the people at the restaurant can get, you know, a, a, a certificate to the salon or the spa that's nearby, and, and both benefit. And it's a great way to build both of your customer bases. We've got a couple minutes to our final break. Uh, for those who have not considered JV partnerships as a viable way of building their businesses, what are some examples of other industries that might complement each other that might make sense for people that might have businesses? Um, I mean, look, if you've got uh, the easiest one, because I, I think we've got probably got about a minute left, right? So the easiest one, anything where there's a database, you know? So if you if there's an industry sort of magazine or website and they have a lot of readers or people, you know, um, subscribers, and, and it aligns with your industry, then that would be the perfect example. It's, it's a, it's a low-hanging fruit, in my opinion. Absolutely. And we are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly this show is going. It has been a lot of fun. We've got more to come. My guest is Luke Havard. Please stay with us. We will be right back. This is Success Profiles Radio. The mission is to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Do you have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for a better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. 
Matt Solovey. We think a person's voice is the most powerful form of marketing, so that's what we want to invest in. While other companies spend billions on traditional marketing, we reward you for sharing Solovey with your connections. We began with a simple idea. A single relationship has the power to make life better for many people. We took this idea and turned it into a company that can make commerce less expensive and even profitable for everyone. We've started with mobile phone service because it's something all of us already use and it's the technology connecting us every day. We put you in charge of what you pay for mobile service. And simply making the switch to Solovey is the first step to spending less. $49 a month for unlimited voice, text, and data. But it gets even better. You can earn money just for sharing Solovey with others. As your network of connections grows, both through your actions and the actions of each person who joins because of you, you can quickly be paying nothing for your mobile service and even make a profit every month. Visit us online at www.social-commerce-now.com to learn more and join the Solovey Reve Revolution. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Luke Havard. And in our final segment, we are going to talk about a special event that Luke is putting together. It's called the Super Connector Summit. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the Super Connectors Summit. Wonderful. So tell us what it's about. So it really is about, I want to interview some of the world's most connected entrepreneurs, you know, on how they went from being virtually unknown to becoming trusted authorities in their field of expertise, uh, specifically through befriending, connecting, collaborating, and partnering with, with others. Um, and, you know, I, I realized that, um, you know, I'm by no means unique in, in doing that. And this is not a new thing, but it's just so, um, I don't think it, it's still an area that people just don't seem to get, you know? Um, and I see so many, like, I've made this mistake more than others, which is probably why. Uh, I, I really wanted to master it. You know, when I first started as an entrepreneur, and this is the, the truth, Brian, it's embarrassing to say, but, you know, I was, I was um, coaching people and, and mentoring people offline. Then I went online and, you know, kind of created a global business doing this. And the biggest mistake that I made is I thought I can't connect with other, you know, leadership or business coaches because they're going to steal my IP, my intellectual uh, property rights. You know, they're going to steal my ideas. They're going to steal my concepts. However, here's the thing I, did, I forgot is I am completely unique and so is everyone else. So we don't have the same voice as everyone else, which means actually if we're, if we're smart about the way that we position ourselves, which is obviously what I teach, you know, how to position partner and promote your, your brand, your message, then, you know, there, there's, there's plenty of room for everyone and there's especially room to collaborate um, because let's say you have two people who are, um, you know, business coaches, for example – they, they potentially have a different way of doing it. So if they have different um, uh, messages and different products, different services, different ways and, and kind of slight variations to how they help people grow their business and become more profitable, then there's still room for collaboration. Uh, and in doing that, you know, you can completely double what you, the, the impact you make by just partnering with someone, someone else who has the, a similar size audience. So for me, I, I'm actually interviewing a whole variety of different people. I didn't want to just interview people who are in the online space, for example. I mean, all of the people that I'm interviewing have, you know, some connection online, obviously, but they're all very, very different. 
So it's going to be really, really fun and interesting, I think, for people listening. Right. Uh, are there, have you identified who some of these people are going to be? Yeah, for sure. I don't want to give too much away. I want to keep some of it close to my chest. I mean, I'll give you an example right now of, of the type of people. I've got one person who, is, um, who I'm interviewing, and he is just so unorthodox to the way things are done. So you've probably heard of like a concierge service, yes. um, and there's some pretty big brands out there. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head of some of those brands, and they're, they're kind of evading me. But anyway, they're usually very, um, how would I say it, pretentious. I, in my opinion, they're kind of sometimes very, you know, oh, very glossy and shiny and, and they just kind of, they're, they're for a certain type of person, very, you know, high end, high net worth individual. However, this individual that I'm interviewing, he does it completely different. And I love this about him because he, um, he doesn't look like a luxury kind of, um, concierge person. Um, he, and he actually is one of the most, um, connected people in the world. I mean, yeah. for example, he's connecting with, um, the top designers like Louis Vuitton and people like that. And he's, um, you know, had done some in- amazing feats where he's helped people get married at the, in the Vatican, for example. Wow. He's, he's um, helped people to kind of fulfill their childhood um, dreams uh, and he's helped take people into space on space tourism. So I'm going to be using his um, uh, interview to kind of show, look, you can cut, you don't have to fit the mold. Like I don't fit the mold. I don't have the, the, the pearly white, um, pristine background of the best schools and educations. I have an education, but it's not necessarily like everyone else's. I've got a street education and so is this individual. And that's why I wanted to have him on. And, um, you know, he's, um, you know, he's, he, you know, he's connecting to people and he's using his, his way of just, um, befriending people and having a very unique, USP that just captures people's attention. You know, he doesn't just blend into the same, um, you know, background as everyone else in his industry. He definitely stands out, and that's what sets him apart. Um, you know, there's someone else is a best-selling author, and this person went out and, off their own back, basically interviewed some of the just most prolific business people on the planet. Like she got to um, have a personal meeting with Warren Buffett. You know, wow. and and these are and all the people she interviewed are at this kind of level, and she went out there and, and created a whole book by interviewing these people. Um, who else? Someone else that would be really amazing. You know, a young guy who's not even twenty who set up a global um, kind of uh, organization that helps to um, train and equip um, the millennials um, who are going to change the world. You know, because there's uh, there's going to be two billion of this this age group. Um, under 20 years old. And yeah. so they're going out there and finding who they are and, and connecting to them and helping to um, help them increase their influence around the world. Yeah, I think you I know, know who that is. I won't spill the beans. Yeah. I think I can guess who that one is. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's other people like my friend who, um, uh, you know, was at, invited to parliament and advised, parliament in the UK, that is, and advised, you know, the government and the, the, you know, the top most officials in the House of Lords and the House of Commons on, um, you know, their strategy in terms of um, social impact. And, you know, he, he, you know, was just a regular guy who was able to kind of um, talk his way into situations and opportunities by befriending highly influential people in the UK. Um, and, and I'm talking to so many different people from all different arenas about this, you know, men and women, younger and older, who, you know, whether they have an online business, an offline business, they've used their connections either to 
you know, grow and learn as an individual by seeking out mentors. They've found business opportunities and deals. Um, they've, you know, managed to kind of get themselves on a stage in business, in life that um, has elevated their whole career and profile because of the friendships and um, relationships they keep. And that's exactly how I met my business partner in, in my company, Desensis. Um, you know, it was through LinkedIn and it was through adding value and it was through, you know, saying, hey, let me jump on the, the, a call with you and let's, you know, see how I can add value. And, and to be quite honest, um, I'm not ashamed to say he is way more um, qualified to do what we do than I am in the sense that he is he he really has had some massive um, successes. I mean, over a billion dollars in revenue created for his clients, um, you know, was the president of a four billion dollar company. And so what I'm saying in this is, you know, through the Super Connector Summit, I'm teaching people how to elevate their whole um, career and business by partnering with people who can take them to a completely whole other level that they would never be able to attain or achieve on their own. That's great. While I'm thinking about it, Luke, how can we, uh, how can we sign up for this or look more into this and learn more about it? Okay, so um, the domain is not yet live as we talk right now, but I will have this sorted out so that when uh, the interview goes live, it will be. So it's superconnectorssummit.com. So that's, that will be the domain, superconnectorssummit.com. Um, if people want to connect with me personally, you know, I also, you know, partner with uh, smaller entrepreneurs. Aside from the the work we're doing on the big deals and, um, you know, raising capital and all that stuff, I also still love to work with people individually. You know, people are my passion. So if people want to connect with me personally and say, look, how do I, you know, how do I leverage my brand, my business and get it out there on a global um, platform? How do I reach people without investing, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in advertising up front. Well, I'll show you how to do that. Just come and you know, connect with me personally. You can reach me on lukehavard.com or you can reach me on uh, Luke Havard um, on Twitter or Luke Havard on Facebook or Luke Havard on LinkedIn. And, and just say, hey, look, I heard your interview with Brian. I'd like to connect with you. I'd like to see if we can help out um, or we can partner together on this. And you know, I'll be happy to talk. You know, I, the way I like to work, Brian, as you know, it, I'd, I'd rather like to talk first I have no expectations. If someone wants to talk and we talk and uh, what they're doing, you know, there, there isn't a synergy or I can't add as much value as possible, then we'll say, hey, look, great talking. Here's someone else I think that you'd be better suited to, to working with and I will refer them. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm just happy to – my big passion is adding value. It's connecting with people. It's finding out, you know, what people are doing. It's, it's you know, understanding their needs and desires in, in life and business and seeing if I can add value in some way. Absolutely. Uh, we're getting close to the end of the show. We've got less than four minutes left. So let me ask you, Luke, the question that I ask everyone at the end of the show, who inspires and motivates you? Well, well I, that's a tough question because there's not just one person for me, Brian. Uh, there's, there's so many people who inspire me. Um, I have lots of um, personal mentors, people who, who've been you know, with me throughout the years, people who've just been shining lights for me. But you know what? Um, personally for me, Someone who who really inspires me is um, is Jesus Christ, because you know, and people may you know people may say, well, I don't believe he existed, and that's really irrelevant in this you know question because you know I'm answering the way my experience. But for me personally, you know, 
whether you know i believe he was real and i believe he did you know have just a profound impact on the world and whether you believe he's real or not i mean he's still people are still you know um talking about him right now two thousand years later absolutely Uh, and and his big thing was how can i serve people it was all about serving other people and um you know selflessly laying down his life and giving other people um you know what they needed first you know meeting their needs before his own and i think when we really start living like that in life in business in anything it's profound you know i can tell you so many stories of people who have done that and said i want to serve that person and i you know i just didn't you know ask for anything in return and boom this opportunity opened up for me yeah and i'm jet like that has happened to me multiple times you know more times than i can count and i so i'm i'm you know living proof of that being true so if people are listening and they're saying oh you know what's the biggest strategy i can take away just change your whole perspective to what what value can i add to other people really hone yourself and understand what your value is understand what how you can serve other people and always be asking first what is it that i can do for them and yeah. don't just ask them what you can do look at what they're doing you know look at their website look at their situation look at what they're currently involved in and say you know what? i could do that or i've got a um, suggestion for them that might help them and don't ask for anything in return yeah. And you'll be blown away by the fact because if they, you know, they might turn around and say, hey, why don't you do that for me? And boom, you've just got a, a million dollar contract. Who knows? There you go. And I, we are coming to the end of the show. Luke, thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate having you here. Uh, you know, thank you, Brian. It's, it's, it's been a pleasure, man. Awesome. So you can connect with Luke at LukeHavard.com. Check into that Super Connectors Summit and you can uh, listen to uh, Success Profiles Radio every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern. Subscribe and download to Success Profiles Radio on iTunes anytime you like for free. Thank you for listening and until next week, you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Take care of each other. Have a wonderful week. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you for being a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply.